0: Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started.
1: Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home
0: we're a real family
1: and after four kids and over 20 years of marriage
0: we've learned some real solutions
1: we'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way we're glad you've joined us today welcome Welcome to to the the family. family
0: What Hello
1: everyone.
0: Live again. Was this? Three weeks in a row? Four weeks in a row? Three weeks? Something. Three weeks in a row I think maybe.
1: Skip and Beth here to Skip say hello Beth. on a Skip Wednesday night.
0: The good looking one is Skip. <laughs> <laughs> the cheesy one is Beth. <laughs> I made myself some tea tonight. And my San Diego cup. Can you guys see that? San Diego. It's going to be backwards in your, backwards. In your video. But I, I just realized that this cup, we've had this for a couple years now. We were in San Diego a couple years ago. And we did see the palm trees. We did see the surfers. But I didn't see any roller coasters. Like that it looks like it was right on the beach or something. Maybe it's not. But
1: That must be some kind of... So there's a theme park and that yeah, we missed there. Theme
0: park that we missed while we were there. Comment
1: below if you know what that is. We we could have looked it up, I guess. But we have no idea.
0: Uh, I just thought of it just now. I was looking to my We did like
1: San Diego. We went to some kind of beach. We were on some kind of San Diego beach. I forget what it was called. But it was just a little bit south of La Jolla. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we had a good, good week. over we were back there five, six days, right? Yeah, Something I liked like that. it. Yeah, it was nice. nice it was weather. our
1: first trip without kids and like... Water was way too cold. 10 or 12 Sorry. years.
0: Sorry. California, your water's too cold. <laughs> Way too cold.
1: Although Florida is probably too hot.
0: Yeah, Hawaii was perfect. Hawaii just the right. Of Hawaii. That's. We're Goldilocks always talking about Hawaii. Says That's Just, right. just right. right. It was beautiful water in Hawaii. I loved it. Yes, it was. So. Don't
1: bring up such a painful. thing. Oh. <laughs> well, we wanted to uh, just tell a quick story while everybody's logging in here tonight. I wanted to bring up the fact that we went to Chick Fil A this week, which is with, a wonderful, wonderful. Met a couple friends there. Place, it was yes. Fun. We saw some people there.
0: Chick Fil A is actually a very good place to meet if you have kids, because you can lock them in that soundproof uh, play place, the and you can places. have a table right next to it, and you can talk with your friends, and you can kind of see them if they get like injured enough to have to go to the hospital, but you can't really hear them screaming.
1: Obviously, we're people that have older kids. Because yes. I never would have let my little darlings when they were little go. Well here's the together. deal. We got
0: four kids. Our youngest is four years old now. We never would have let Sophia run around there by herself at four years old. But Jude, bye bye. <laughs> Off you go.
1: He's a pretty tough guy. Yeah. So that's tough. part of it.
0: And his older siblings were in there too. We have the
1: older ones to, to help keep an eye and watch. So Skip's bright idea is to let the kids actually get a tray like that they serve the food on and then he tells them go down the slides. They've got these tube slides and he says, take those down the slide. And I think that Chick fil A is across most of the country, right? So people are probably aware of Chick fil A. Well,
0: McDonald's has play places, or Burger King has play places with the the big plastic tube slide that goes down, you know. So,
1: but anybody who's been to Chick fil A knows that it's delicious and delightful, and you want to do everything you can to go back again. And so, Skip telling our kids to go ahead and Use the slides in the wrong way, or to use the playground no, the improper not wrong, way.
0: In the awesome way. There's no sign saying do not sit on the Chick-fil-A trays while going bet down there is. the slide. You're going to be one of those night. guys
1: who causes them to make new signs and has. To I'm do telling that. you what.
0: I have a video of our kids doing this. Not this time around, but a couple of years ago, I guess. I'll see if I can post it. If it'll let me post the video on the Family Faith and Flip Flops site, I will post it.
1: It makes them fly. When they yeah. take the fly and they slide slide down the They down way tube,
0: faster than human they children go super are supposed fast. to go. And they love it. They actually skip across the floor on the bottom when they come flying out.
1: However, how terrible would it be to get a lifetime ban from Chick-fil-A? I it mean, would, could there be it, it would too be, many you, things worse First of bad. all,
0: if you get a lifetime ban... All you have to do is use the drive thru to get your <laughs> the drive to get your Chick-fil-A fix. And you'd have the most awesome story in the world, how you taught your kids awesomeness and we got banned from the play place at Chick-fil-A.
1: No. And this actually was story. our conversation driving home from Chick-fil-A. Me saying, Oh my gosh, please do not let the kids ride a slide with the tray so that we don't get banned for life. And the kids go, How would they enforce it? How would they be able to Say that you could never come back, and, and so I, I told I told them, oh, they'd put your picture up at Chick Fil A so that they would keep you out. Forever. And I literally
0: said that would be such a cool story if you guys got us banned from Chick Fil A. No, but
1: we need to stay at Chick Fil A.
0: Chick Fil A. <sighs> yeah, we let- I could eat there seven times a day. We
1: watched there the it Tim is. Hawkins video. Gonna try to try in every video. You are hitting it out of the park. Well, bam. <laughs> Watch the Tim Hawkins video if you haven't seen the Tim Hawkins Chick-fil-A song. It's a family favorite. It's very good. Hilarious.
0: He sings Chick-fil-A to the tune of...
1: Yesterday by the Beatles. Yesterday by the
0: Beatles. And it's pretty funny.
1: He's clever.
0: He's very clever.
1: Jude said that. I don't know where he heard the word clever. I mean, maybe us, but he's like in this car seat in the back going, that guy's clever. And so it was really funny coming from a four-year-old. It was fun. All right, are you ready to surprise me? I'm ready. With a topic?
0: Well, you're going to surprise me first, right? am I g- first this week.
1: I don't know. Should I go first? Sure. All right. Well, I think that we should talk about the fact that I was in Starbucks today with you. Yes. And we were using an app, the Starbucks app, right? Correct. And it popped up with a message that said, do you love this app? Oh, this
0: is good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there kind of frozen for a minute going, do you love this app? It gave you the option yes or no. And so I saw, okay, do you love this app? Yes or no? It You kind of, okay, I was... Completely frozen because
0: I'm literally reaching over to her phone trying to tap it. I'm pretty
1: ambivalent about the Starbucks app I would say love is a very strong word I wouldn't say I love the Starbucks app, but I don't think it's fair to say that no I don't love the Starbucks app because it's helpful and it works fine so then if we hit no, okay, and so then it pops up with this questionnaire. It has like 30 questions. So, well, since you yeah. don't love it, <laughs> do this extensive survey to, to tell me, your
0: visit why
1: don't you love it? Well, I liked it just fine. It's just kind of a average feeling
0: she didn't want to say yes because if you say yes they ask you to rate the app somewhat positive i don't
1: want to rate the app i don't want to so
0: instead of just hitting no and cancel and exiting out real fast which i was trying to do for her that's
1: what i did i made a choice but Uh,
0: i feel like it's so much pressure (laughs) i felt
1: like was a lot of pressure all of a sudden i'm enjoying a, a drink at starbucks and all of a sudden i've got the pressure of
0: can you hashtag on live video? Hashtag Starbucks. Do you love this? I wonder if the Starbucks voice follower picks that up. Hashtag a, Starbucks.
1: They have a voice app.
0: I don't
1: know. Oh, you're saying. I'm saying yeah. The, the, the Facebook. Interpol. Um, the NSA. The NSA. <laughs> <to us. laughs> Facebook and the NSA are in this now. <laughs> so if you have. Uh, a access to web developers you can ask them why do they ask us if we love the app I know they want feedback I know everybody wants feedback but I don't want to give feedback I just want yeah. to enjoy my some drink. of them
0: do say are you willing to rate the app yes and this is not now or yes yes and so that's I always better. say not now because yeah. I
1: don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't
0: want to hurt their I feelings. I don't
1: want to hurt the web developer's feelings by not rating their thing, but I don't want to do ratings and yeah, things. They're not going
0: to hurt anybody's feelings. They want the feedback is why they're asking I for it. They had a pop-up window <sighs>
1: just now. I don't like pop-ups. Can we just talk about how little fun
0: pop-ups that are? That might be a surprise topic for another time. Remember when the internet first was getting popular and like you literally had a pop-up every 10 seconds? Mm. Before like all the pop-up blockers started happening, yeah, it was terrible. I hated that. Yes. So.
1: All right, that was my topic. So,
0: well, back to your, I don't want to leave your topic yet. Oh no! Please. I still have some stuff yes. to talk about <laughs> on this topic.
1: <laughs> a remedy for my. So age. the
0: problem. This might be a topic for another time, actually. Okay. Maybe I will. I'm going to save that.
1: Oh jeez, you just left everybody hanging.
0: Yes, I'll leave you hanging until next week. <clears throat> I hope I remember.
1: Why don't you comment below with what you drink at Starbucks? So maybe you'll give me some new ideas for something to try. Today I had I had a, a chai tea with a a shot of coffee in it. So Did you like it? Hey, what do you drink at Starbucks? Write it below. Did you enjoy it? I did like it. Yeah. But I did doctor it up. I did foo-foo it up a little bit. I ordered a dirty chai, which is an espresso, espresso shot in the chai tea with whole milk, no water. Anything else? That's you. it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's good. So you can order that.
0: And so. I had a cinnamon dolce latte. Of course, cinnamon. It's the, one of the running themes up here. On, on our Facebook lives is cinnamon. It's I one think of your running themes
1: in life. Oh, gosh. That's... I love cinnamon. Skip told me one time he's glad that they don't make cinnamon-flavored crack. Otherwise, he'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. He just wouldn't be able to help himself, and he would be on crack, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> cinnamon crack. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Rogerson. Hello. He drinks cold brew, no water, almond milk with a few pumps of sugar-free syrup. Oh, see, so look at you. You know how to doctor it up because you go to the gym. Michael Rodgers you don't is want to totally undo a white gym. chick.
0: That's you don't, totally a white chick drink. You don't want to undo, like, your 800
1: <laughs> hours at the gym by drinking, like, a 1,500-calorie drink.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do drink something different every time. I feel like you have to change it up.
0: So, to, to go to this, when we go to the drive-thru together, I'm generally driving, and she gives me one of these... You know 40 word drinks and I'm
1: just trying to modify it to the things that I like so I don't know if that's asking too much I mean if you guys are baristas you can tell me is it asking too much should I just not add extra words I do it in their language I don't say like I do in their large language. coffee <laughs> with a splash of milk I like I try to their say language. in those
0: people's language <laughs>
1: I learned the language. I say like grande and Venti. Crystal says, I'm a simple Dunkin' Donuts girl. (laughs) I like Dunkin' Donuts, especially the donuts. I love the donuts. (laughs) Michael says he learned that drink from a white chick. So there you there you have it.
0: So anyway, I I don't like Dunkin' Donuts coffee or their coffee drinks because they're super sweet like the donuts and I don't enjoy that part of it. Have
1: you ever had their black coffee? Do you just I'm not a fan of their black coffee. It's okay but it's because Skip drinks like the I'm a coffee connoisseur. Well, you drink, like, burnt coffee. It's not burnt coffee. You're, like, coffee. Starbucks like, Italian roast. I like
0: Italian roast coffees. I like French roast. Like He's bold. Bold. Yeah. He's
1: got to be manly when he so, drinks his coffee. I don't want my coffee
0: to feel like it's been warm. He doesn't want
1: to be a girl when he drinks his coffee. I actually
0: hate burnt coffee.
1: But you drink the cinnamon dolce latte now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's my, my you, dessert you've grilled it up a little coffee bit. drink when I'm not in the morning. In the morning, I strictly drink black coffee. So.
1: Yes. Like, I'll. Pot of it. Half a pot. Anyway. All right. On to my secret topic. Enough Starbucks deliciousness Enough Starbucks. for now.
0: So let us know what you drink from Starbucks if you'd like. Yes. My se- secret topic now is hair. Okay. So. What about it? couple things. Oh, geez. About best hair and my hair.
1: I'm concerned where this is going, yes. honestly. Okay. So
0: I'll go to best hair first. Ladies <laughs> first. As I was even putting this t-shirt on today, I had to dig hair balls Out from the armpits and stuff like in the neck because when we do laundry at our house you can't really see and look at this hair this is like I'm gonna pick it up like lean back I'm gonna lift this hair 20 pounds maybe 50 (laughs) yes Yes, I would
1: literally be a hundred pounds if I didn't have so much hair (laughs) yes
0: her hair is everywhere I've literally said that I I wanted to breed her with a poodle (laughs) or I wish somebody would have bred her with a poodle so she would be a non-shedding human because her hair is I
1: would be a, beth, everywhere. a Beth-a-doodle.
0: A Beth-a-doodle. beth is awesome. Yes, please. <laughs> a wife-a-doodle. A wife-a-doodle.
1: I wonder if all men have this issue, like anybody that's married. You know, you can comment below if you find hair so, everywhere.
0: So, sometimes when I pull the t-shirt over and I, I don't, don't see know, the hair right away. Something about the
1: dryer and... Ingratiates it with the, the fabric of your no, clothing.
0: Doesn't, no, it doesn't ingratiate it with the fabric of your Grain It balls it up and puts it right in the armpit crux of my It has an so armpit seeking. I'll whistle, be at work or sitting here saying. on this uh, on on this live video and I'll feel a tickle under my armpits like there's an ant or a bug or something on there and I'm like going like this. You know, it's true. I have like a a monkey or something, you know, like scratching my armpit constantly. And then finally, I'll see one little hair hanging out of the sleeve and I pull it and it's attached to a big... You literally. Did that just happened? You yes.
1: literally
0: Look. have one right Look. now. Look. Oh my gosh. Look, I can feel it's all the way down by my belly button. Oh my god. That was not camera. set up.
1: You did plan it.
0: I did not. Look at can that. Did the
1: camera even see it? Yeah. Oh, that's really gross, though. Maybe take it away from the camera. Yeah.
0: That's your hair. That's not gross. <laughs> it's not that
1: gross. That was but not it's planned. Like, I was
0: just joking and she saw the hair hanging out. <laughs>
1: I think you have another one as
0: well. Unbelievable. <laughs> now you guys can feel my pain. <laughs> hold on a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Wow. Yep, that was another one. My there.
0: dreads hold all my shedding. Awesome. We're well, so. going to dreadlocks. dreadlocks. That would be incredible.
1: Crystal, my brother, used to have dreadlocks, and he spent a lot of time making them really good and stuff, and he'd put these special, like, creams and pomades or something, I don't know, on it. But then... Oh, how
0: I wish he was watching right now. He
1: would... Well, he denies that this happened. Maybe I shouldn't have said this story,
0: he denies it. (laughs) But one day we
1: were hanging out in the living room and he flops down on my parents' white carpet and he gets up, big black stain where he had his head resting. And so he denies that it ever happened, but we saw it. So
0: I don't know, something
1: about the stuff he was using created a dirt so,
0: spot anyway and, and to my hair kind of a funny story this week i got a haircut if you can tell it's all high and tight well i don't like have since we've lived here in, in southwest florida cape coral i haven't had like a barber that i go to and i generally go to the barbers, I like to get short haircuts can if we, you guys have a great barber tell me because i would love to get to go to someone every week
1: did you just go like this to do air quotes with these fingers rather no, than these fingers i don't think so okay we'll play it back a we barber. need an instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. 10 yard penalty.
0: Let's go to rewind. <laughs> a barber. I think you did You did? Like, I love you, air so, quotes. I love you, air love quotes. I love you, air quotes. Do you have a barber that you'll love?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. That's the new way you air <laughs> quote. That, yes, I'm going like to air quote like this. air quote like See, that, look, huh? I
0: can't bring this pinky up though. Like, when I do that, I love you because I broke this bone when I was. All right, and go, fight go on with your... Anyway, um, yeah, that awesome. was a lot. I can't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I just Google when I'm out at work on my phone, you know, barbershops. And I just go to the closest one. So I've visited a lot of barbershops locally here in Cape Corp. Myers. So I Google this one and I go in. And it was like 12 barbers in one little strip plaza store. And all the chairs had a barber behind them. And I think... One or two of them spoke English, but they were all Hispanic, and they all spoke Spanish. And so... Is it
1: Portuguese or Spanish? I think it was Spanish. Okay. I'm
0: pretty sure. Um, so uh, so I go in, I sit down, and, and the guy that cut my hair didn't even know how to say, you know, take, I haven't worn a ball cap, so he didn't... He just goes, like, take your ball cap off. I was like, okay. And so just the whole thing, I had to show him a picture on my phone of what I wanted. Really funny experience. The experience is great. I loved it. I, I, I think... Um... Uh barber shops are really really can be really really neat experiences if you if you do it right. That's why I'm looking for one I can go to every week, but
1: personable like guys personable,
0: yes, you know, everybody horsing around and, and even more so in, a, in in a Hispanic barber. First time in a Hispanic barber shop, but it was it was a lot of fun. But you were not going to see it in the camera, but he took like the straight edge and like, you know, he, he edged in my my sides with a uh, um, a straight, straight razor. Mm-hmm. And, and and brought my sideburns to like a point, you know, a V right here and stuff. So it, was, it wasn't typically how i do it, but. It, well, your name, I your looked, real
1: name is Steven with a V. So he was going to there do you it. Go. I was one handsome
0: man. white boy for a couple of days until it started growing out, but I, I was all edged up. Anyway, a couple of hair stories. Thought that would be funny. That was my secret topic this week.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, anyway, if you guys <laughs> got a great barber that I can go to every week?
1: maybe they can do something with skip's hair
0: what's wrong with my hair
1: your hair's all right yeah. nothing's wrong with it
0: my hair's gorgeous
1: per- yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just totally agree i was waiting for a comeback.
1: you're gorgeous you're so gorgeous
0: so anywho it's your gorgeous face later we're a couple minutes in now so we're going to get into the
1: I do think no, that the, that's the why the people topic. paid the big money to be big here. <laughs> we, <the> to-
0: <laughs> we totally need some theme music when we go to the main topic. I, I'm going to get like an old tape Like Rocket, like,
1: da da da.
0: No, like, uh, dun, dun, dun. let's get ready to rumble with the lights and the music. Yeah. That would be great, wouldn't that's it?
1: That's exactly what we're going to do. Oh,
0: we're going to install awesome, these please.
1: bright lights yes. in our studio.
0: In, some, in our studio, <laughs> in our
1: master bedroom studio. Our
0: master studio. Very funny. All
1: right, you want to do this?
0: So, yeah, let's do the main topic.
1: Okay. My friends, we're glad you're here. We wanted to just gather with you for a couple minutes and talk about the fact that there's a lot of change in the air. There's a lot of things going on. I think a lot of people are having a lot of emotions about all the change. So we have lived through a lot of change and we wanted to share some of our stories about how we rolled with it and came out the other side. That sometimes things feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'll make it. Or, you know, your life feels disjointed or, you know, you have, okay, well, I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I don't know how all the pieces work together. So we just wanted to talk for a few minutes about you know, how we've processed some of that stuff and um, how we came through the other side of it. So here's our stories and you guys can, you know, build off of it and see if any of it relates to you.
0: Yeah, and and we are in a super unique time right now um, in, in our in our country's history, but also world history. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world and, you know, there are political stuff going on and, you know, I'm not even here to take sides or anything, but whether you were for or against either one of the candidates, Hillary or, or Trump, you know you were surprised like you know that ever the whole world was surprised when when Hillary wasn't our president and so people were all kind of taken back and now there's a lot of changes happening and that you know it seems like things are going a different direction things are kind of upside down or whatever and through that I feel like we have been through personally some times like that that felt like that for us as we've went through parts of our life and we came out on the other side you know yeah. well so I think that if you keep perspective, you know, in your, in your mind right, in the right direction, then y- y- you'll, you'll know and you'll understand on the inside of who you are that you'll be able to come through on the, on the other side.
1: So we wanted to encourage you to have peace as you go through life's transitions and changes. Nothing stays the same in life. So even if you work the same job, live at the same house, there's always things that vary and go. So... I just encourage you, really, that you can have peace. And so here's what you know, some of the things that we did to have peace in the midst of it. So, you want me to give a little backstory?
0: Yeah, we can. (laughs) I can. You can. However you feel.
1: Yeah, I think that the short story of the backstory is that um, in 2009 we kind of had the worst year ever. And so we
0: definitely our worst year ever. It was our worst year ever. Yeah.
1: It could rank on the scale of global, well, maybe global, maybe not. <laughs> okay, American worst year ever. So, we were um we were in a, our own small business and we had our house, our dream home tied to it. And so we had those both and we had our shiny Lexus and we had everything that we wanted. I was pregnant with the little girl and we had two children already at the time.
0: Beautiful pickup truck. Everything, I mean, our dream. It was the white picket fence dream, everything that we wanted, everything that we thought we were working for.
1: And in a period of six months, it all went away. And so within um, just a few months, uh, the business tanked, our dream house went away, our shiny Lexus went away, and then, uh, not long after that, our daughter died. We had a full term stillborn child. and so uh, it was completely surprising, reeling, you know, taking us back. yeah, and so we had our life in pieces. We were literally in shambles, you know, trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we even come back from all of this? And so. That was a lot of our pieces
0: right and and so through that, I, I really think when you go through something like that as a couple um, it it will either you know pull you together or it can be something that can tear you apart. I think it's really hard to have mm-hmm. middle ground um, and so I, and thankfully for us we were very um Intentional. Intentional about okay. coming closer and, and, and being closer than ever and so as we went through that, that uh, whole process in, in the morning and everything else, we, um, you know, we ended up in the uh, spring of the next year. That was, this was all the middle and toward the end of 2009 and so by the spring of 2010 we had basically sold anything that we had left. Um, and just, just were dumping life as fast as we could, and and moved to Central America, um, and so we got down there with just the money in our pocket, and a couple of suitcases, and, and our two two oldest kids is what we had at the time. Um, really mourning, you know, the loss of, of our third child, and so that was it was a tough time. And we got down there, and people said, Well "What would you do down there?" We really didn't do anything. We healed. We, we healed, yeah. we, yeah. You know, we, we, we learned about each other. We learned about life. We, we made some good friends. You know, there was a church down there that, that we met um, a bunch of the people there. Still to this day, I mean, we don't obviously see them every day living in Florida and stuff. But we, you know, with, with technology, we're able to stay connected with, with some of our friends down there. And, and, and there, we will go down and visit, um, you know, throughout life. Because we just did make that close of friends uh, while we are down there. But uh, we did. We went down, we healed, and, and we began to put the pieces back together. And, you know, I remember one of the things that I found when we were down there is a, a, a joy of writing. Like, I, I, you know, I didn't do well in school. School was not my, my cup of tea. Um, and so while we were down there, before, right before we left, we decided to blog for the first time. This this blog that this is attached to familyfaithandflipflops.com is attached. That's when we, we we bought that domain name and, and Beth began to write on that. Um, so it's been seven years seven years now. This blog and 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 you know obviously through the years it hasn't been real consistent, but we've we've kept it we've kept it. I had another one that I no longer have anymore, but I began to write on that. and I, I realized I really enjoyed writing, and so that helped me in my processing of what we were going through. Um, but in that one of the things that I wrote was I felt like my life was shattered into a million pieces and so I ended up one morning probably three or four in the morning sitting in the dark in the dining room with the laptop open um, just having a conversation with God to be to be uh, real transparent and saying, God I don't know how to do this I don't know what what to do with this I don't know where to go from here I don't know how to do this and I just remember Having a conversation, parts of it out loud, with saying like I, f- like I feel like these pieces are all over, and like and and I and I almost felt like I was just, as if I was actually picking up a piece of my life, like business or relationships or 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 or, and I just felt like inside of me, God was saying, well, "What do you want to do with that piece?" Like we literally had no strings attached at that time, right? I mean, yeah. we we had sold everything, we had, we left the country, or the country that we were born in and raised in. And we're sitting in a, in a foreign country to us and um, and so I just remember having a really really um, you know hard but precious time um, going going through that um, and putting those pieces back together and, and saying okay I didn't like this piece at all you know God said, yeah, get rid of it you know you don't have to have that piece you don't have to carry that anymore I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And I well oh, I loved this. And this was good. And you know, and I remember just kind of being able to to rebuild almost the the best version of me versus a good version of me. Um, so uh, it was difficult, but good. And I just remember going through it. I would, you know, I would go for walks all the time in the mountains in in Costa Rica and. and and, and I would cry. I remember being on walks by myself, and just being up at the top of a mountain on a little windy road that went to the top of the mountain. And I'd just be up there crying, you know. Nobody, no cars. I mean, one car a day would drive over the top of that mountain. And you know, I remember up there yelling. I'd get up there and just yell at the world, you know, and. and yeah, it, it, it might be really funny if there's actually a house right below that I didn't know it. <laughs> yes, Who is this crazy American <laughs> this is guy. This right? What? And so up uh, here yelling at God, but so we went through it, and you know I know Beth uh, uh, went through it, um, and and and, we, and again we had our two older kids and stuff, so um, it was just a, a process that we went through. And so that was seven years we've been seven years on this road and you know honestly we can uh... Uh, sorry there's a pop-up we go through the process and, and you realize like yeah this is still very painful obviously when you think about losing a child or a business or your home and everything like it all went away that summer but what looking back hindsight now we can obviously see, you know, everybody always says hindsight's 20-20 vision, you know, and and realistically it is like when you look back, you, you use, just...
1: I do think a lot of understanding comes later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you find out that, um, you know, oh, this was a bad way to handle this, or that was a bad way to handle that, or I could have done this better, or, oh, this was a beautiful way that I walked through this. And, right. and you do get a lot more understanding, you get a lot, you know, which honestly is where wisdom comes from. I think, you know, life's, uh, uh, happenings and everything that's going on you, you begin to gain wisdom because now I have that back here, Beth has that back here in her head so when we go through these similar situations in the future or if we have to walk with somebody else who's going through something very similar then we have the wisdom of of those oh I could have or oh, this was good or whatever yeah. so.
1: so we want to encourage you right now wherever you're at if you're in a season where it feels like that where all things are kind of up in the air, you don't know exactly what's going on, well, take the pieces and ask God, God, you know, what do you think about this piece? What should I do with this piece? Should, should I keep this? Should I not? And it seems like a lot of times that God will ask you, well, what do you really want? Do you really want this still? Yeah. And so when the Bible talks about that he gives us the desires of our heart, that's sort of what he's talking about. You know, he puts these desires in your heart but you also get a voice in this and you get to say well you know what I did always want to be a writer you know like Skip can go yeah I mean I didn't study in school but I love to write and so Skip you know was then able to do that you know he was able to say okay well I did always want to have a VW bus <laughs> and so then
0: that was a lot of fun he
1: he bought a VW bus and drove 45 miles an hour <laughs> through the mountains of Costa Rica.
0: And the funny thing is, nobody has VW buses in Costa Rica. Like, So we were known as the, the gringos we with the VW out, bus. We stood out, bunch yeah. of white people yeah.
1: with the big blue bus. Yeah. So. But it was very fun. So be encouraged, take the pieces of your life, and start putting them on a firm foundation of, you know what, this is really me. I feel most alive, I feel good when I'm doing this. And start building your life on that. Or, you know, when I act like this, I love it. I feel like a great person when I go out and serve other people. When I go and, you know, when I had a conversation with that homeless guy, I felt awesome inside. Well, that's an indicator, if you light up in something, That's an indicator to do more of that. So, whatever that is, if it's teaching preschoolers or if it's holding art classes or whatever it is, you know, I would encourage you in a season of reinvention, when things are, you know, all over the place, take the time to go ahead and build it back the way you want to build it. Build it back on the firmest, most solid foundation that you can. We obviously encourage you to do that with God because that's the way that we've made it through.
0: And that for us, that was a, a huge extreme. Like, we literally sold everything, got rid of everything, moved to a different country, and then began to rebuild and reinvent ourselves. Yeah. So, obviously, it doesn't have to be that extreme. You can go through what you're going through right now, where you're at right now, and all that, without doing... I mean, if, if, if you feel like you need to or you want to just get away and stuff, then, then by yeah. all means...
1: You don't have to get um, away to do it. Right. You can. But
0: you can begin to reinv- reinvent yourself where you are now. And sometimes when you do that, you know... It's going to, you know, the people that were used to you being this person and you start being this person, it's going to, it's going to cause some friction between those relationships and some of them will hold on and some of them won't. Um, and, and, and so,
1: but when you're feeling fulfilled, you're going to be able to have the life that you want. So, um, and we encourage you to keep your good humor as you go through change. Don't let everything get you down and be dour. So a lot of times you know, we like to joke. Maybe it's our Irish side. I don't know. Maybe it's just a coping mechanism. Skip does inappropriate humor, where yeah. he'll make awkward jokes, you know, <laughs> the wrong timing. But
0: When I get super uncomfortable, I do make very awkward jokes. We call it my inappropriate humor. But it's not
1: like crude humor, like that. but it's For like instance, out of turn. one time
0: we were at a funeral. No,
1: we're going to say that story. I'm not to say that story. <laughs> you can't. Okay. That's- so
0: we knew a person whose mother died and
1: I'll give the real short story and
0: so I was really I am really I'm not was I am really like feel really awkward to go up to an open casket like it's not like I and I'm, I'm sure everybody feels that way but I didn't like going near open caskets and so this person was saying hey will you come walk up there with me to see my mom and so I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to do this, and and you know, they were like, please, that would really mean a lot to me. So I'm like, okay. So we walk up to the edge of the casket, and um, I think What's you, I think you said, probably. I said, she oh, looks good. She looks
1: really good.
0: And she, the, the person says, oh, she would die if she saw her hair like that. Oh
1: my gosh, she would die if she saw her hair like that.
0: And I went, That's... too late. <laughs> I didn't know what to do or say. So (laughs) awkward.
1: I just don't even know what to do with
0: Skip. When it's coming out, like I'm trying to stop it and I just can't. It's
1: like a train wreck. Like I'm just sitting there watching it happen and I'm like, I can't stop it. I don't know what to do. And and
0: that's just one example, but that happens all the time. So if we're at a funeral please together, please show grace for me. Skip
1: needs a lot of grace in life in general. We all do. We all need a lot of grace. But you and your joking, OMG.
0: Anyway. Can we, can we go back a little bit? Yes. To talk about the process again, like what we were going through while we were processing. I, this week, came up with something. Like me and Beth, you know, there's some things we're going through now, some big changes. And I mean, not quite as big as, as the changes then. I mean, we're not le- moving out of the country or anything. But, you know, we're going through some changes like a lot of people right now in this time are in our country. And some some different feelings and stuff like that. So we're we're processing through them. And I was talking with Beth. We were, I was praying with her and stuff. And I just felt like I didn't like the word process anymore. And and, and this is may, might just be me, or you guys might agree with me. Um, I, I know Beth did. Um, I feel like when you say the word process, it's like what um, you know a piece of wheat goes through to become baking flour you know it's like a tearing and a ripping and a grinding and and i feel like as we're going through life people are saying you know enjoy the process or the process creates you know greatness you're
1: gonna have process yeah just just deal with it (laughs) and
0: and i really said i i don't even for us i don't even want to use the word process anymore i i so i said we're going to use the word experience and then all of a sudden when i said that like it like, it just started rolling from inside of who I was. And I'm like, yeah, we should be experiencing these things. We're going to learn from these things. Like, whether you're going through something like, you know, as heavy as what we went through when we, we, we lost a child. Like, it was important for me to not process through with God and get through. It was important for me to experience a side of God that I could have never experienced before, and I'm not saying God did that to me or wanted me to go through that so I could experience a side of Him or anything like that. But I did go through it on this side of heaven, and I was able to begin to experience God in a way that I never had before. And as as we go through things now, and as 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 we're uh, our businesses shifting and changing and these kind of things, we're able to experience those things. Like it's almost like. Don't like try to avoid the harder things you know like breathe them in like keep your eyes wide open and look at the sights and the sounds that are around you and really experience it like gain what is there you know let it teach you you teach the experience like you can go into that experience and say, you know what this is who I am in this experience. this is who I, I'm going to be and I refuse to be anything less than this. And, and you can begin to dictate how you're going to go through that experience, that life, that part of your life, and then and the celebrations are the same. Ex, ex, experience all the greatness, of the celebrations. Invite people in, you know, and all of it. Invite people in when you're mourning. Invite people in when you're celebrating. Invite people in when you're just in a rut. And it's every day. Like I think sometimes we get into an everyday rut, and if, if we weren't processing or. Processing the 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 you know the the that moment of just kind of day in and day out blah and we were experiencing it. I think we would live a little happier through those kind of lulls where it's not anything bad, it's not anything great, it's just kind of everyday life. And then all of a sudden you go, wow! I'm going to experience today. Look at that sunset. Look at the way the sun looks on my wife's face as it comes through the window in the car and how beautiful and golden she looks. You know, look at. You know, to experience the nice minivan that we're driving down the road with air conditioning in it and everything works and, you know, those kind of things. And just begin to experience all these parts of life. And then I think you begin to live a little bit more, a little bit cleaner, a little bit happier. so
1: and Gloria says, processing is for computers. Correct. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, it, when he said that to me, it made me think of a quote from Krista Black. She says, when you shut down your heart to pain you also shut down your heart to love and so it made me think Absolutely. that yeah if you're going to numb the pain of you going through something you're also numbing the highs and the the love and the beauty that you can have so you know as you're going through change as you're you know in a process be sure that you're not numbing it and refusing yeah, to feel it. That's good. Experience it and let your heart go along with the journey. Let God walk that journey with you and be open so that you can learn from it. Because pretty much we've seen that if you shut yourself down and you refuse to learn from the situation that you're in, you're probably going to be able to have that same experience again in the future. And, you know, if you don't like what you're going through, then, you know, Take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm going through this and I'm going to come out the other side better. And so we really want to encourage you. We have come out the other side and we feel better and stronger and wiser. And so we know that it can be the same for you. So um, we love you. If we were there, we'd wrap our arms around you and tell you that you've so got this.
0: We've literally lived through every bad experience we've ever experienced, right? Yeah. We're here. We're alive. We made it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We literally are alive. Yes, that's true.
1: And I think that we literally didn't shut down to most of them. So that we are able to gain a wisdom or a new perspective, a new insight or a love for people in a different way because of it. And so, um, and I do think that when you invite God along for the journey, you have grace that you wouldn't have otherwise. I think that walking, you know, with God the grace is like a uh, oil between the wheels of the cog, you know, or whatever that is, I'm not mechanical, but it just greases everything to be able to make it smoother. So even in the midst of our deepest sadness with uh, loss and stuff, we still felt support and love and we still felt that there was a realm of protection around us we go, It could have been so much worse, you know? Like, we're so thankful, God. It could have been so much worse. We're thankful for the people around us. They made it so much better and easier. And um, so, I think that...
0: uh, So, experience life. Experience. Like, when you you, uh, get off of this video today... Don't let it steal your joy.
1: If you're in a change in a transition process, don't let it steal your joy. That's yours to keep.
0: Yeah, there's there's nuggets of... uh, awesomeness and everything that you're going to be going through so look for those nuggets look for those those blessings look for the the really neat parts of of things that are just mundane or things that are or hard or sad or difficult or even the joyful things sometimes you know you, you go to a, a circus or you know or something and, and you focus on one circus act and you've missed the whole thing like but to to kind of sit there and take in everything and to look at this one, look at that one, and just see the amazing Yeah, my
1: husband's really good at experiencing life. Like, he's really good at enjoying the things. For him to notice that the sun hits me a certain way and it makes me prettier. <laughs> 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 That's not the time for that. Right. But... You know he just notices things. He lives life fully, so he's very wholehearted. So it's a good way. Yeah, if you're he's, around
0: me long enough, you'll understand that. My, my emotions on my sleeve. Yes. Don't I?
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> the sleeves where my hair is coming—it's all yeah, pulling out
0: the, the fur balls of, of Beth's <laughs> awesome shedding. Mane. Beth,
1: Bethadoodle.
0: Bethadoodle's mane.
1: Well, we love, love, love you. Have a wonderful yeah. week connect with us on Facebook or Twitter, go check out the blog and do some reading, comment. Um, go ahead and put any questions or if there's any like thing that you're going through and you wanna talk about it in the upcoming weeks, drop it in the comments below so that we can talk about that too.
0: Yeah, sounds good. And find us on all of our social medias on the internet. Let's be social together. Let's be social together. was
1: not special.
0: <laughs> all right, love you guys. Love you. See you next Wednesday.
1: Bye. This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today.
0: There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media.
1: Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters.
0: When you shape your family, you shape the world.